coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yeah. How you doing this week, man? You had a good uh, you had a good week? Uh, yeah, for the most part, pretty good. Yeah, did you, uh, were you on spring break? No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have, uh, actually I have a uh, spring break, uh, not next week, the following week. I took a, I, I always take a week off like in February or, or March just to, uh, um, yeah, cause so at my work, we get paid holidays. We get 11 a year and January between January 1st and whenever Memorial day is, we have no paid holidays. So I always try to take a week off. I save my vacation or I use one of my vacation weeks for, um, a week in there just so to break up work. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, so I kind of, I do, I will have a spring break uh, in a couple weeks, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it's exciting because baseball's back. Are you, I mean, what's the vibe like out there in the Bay Area that baseball is, is going to start up again? Uh, you know, I really haven't talked to too much about it. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing is, too, out of sight, out of mind. I mean, this, right. this whole lockout and stuff, was it didn't, like, affect the season. You know, it's not like they stopped games. You know, the whole offseason. Yeah, I noticed that there wasn't, you know, any free agent. Is that crazy? Like, a, like offseason news. Right. Uh, so, but yeah, you know, because <laughs> it's not around, you're oblivious to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, there's a lot more buzz around here because spring training is a big part of the economy in, in Arizona. In the Valley, anyway. Where oh, all yeah. The... Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was I was gonna make that connection. Just like uh, you know, you guys are the you guys are the heart of the start. You know. Yeah, us in uh, Florida. Florida's got the great grapefruit, and we got the cactus. No, nah, just you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't care about these coast teams. Right. Uh, um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it, you know, everyone's a buzz. You know, I I love spring training games, and I hope to get to one. I don't know. Bird. Let's get into beer, shall we? Sure. All right, so today I have in front of me all the way out from California. It's a old friends of ours. We haven't had them on. The, I don't think we've ever had them on the show, but um, we have had their beers. And I know you and I got super excited when I saw this over at, at my friend Ian's place, uh, Ground Control. I have in my hands Racer 5 IPA by Bear Republic out of Cloverdale, Cloverdale, California. I didn't know there was a Cloverdale. I thought it got wiped out um, a few years ago by the Godzilla-like monster. Possibly. This oh, is a Cloverfield. Oh, Cloverfield. Ah, okay. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> I thought Bear Republic was out of Healdsburg, but says here on the can Cloverdale but what do I know mm-hmm. I haven't been around in a while <laughs> hey you know what somebody told me once that uh, what I don't know could fill a warehouse now I know you've had this before right racer 5 from Bear Republic right and so you are very familiar with it so uh, without further ado pop off all right what do you got this week this week I have a uh, you know we're on hard times right now. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are. The way the, the way gas is going, try to try to conserve the money and just 
just reach it in the back of the fridge and just grab a grab an old staple I had because I haven't been able to do beer shopping because I have to pay for gas. <laughs> right. So, so I just have the old tried and true simple staple from the central coast of California. Uh, that would be Firestone Walker's very own 805. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, remember back in the day? I'm, I'm sure you're going to bring it up, but back in the day, it was not the flagship beer of Firestone Walker. No. No, it was, uh... The Union Jack, maybe, or... Or the, the 31? 31, yeah, okay. I, 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 dude, it's been so long, I forgot about 31. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the Jacks are even, uh, even the, their, their, uh, DBA, right? Oh, that's right. The DBA. That's a great one. The unfiltered one, please. No, I mean, they have a, they have an extensive and well-known catalog. Yes, they do. So they are out of, uh, Paso Robles, California. What is the ABV on that? I forgot. Uh, 4.7. Okay. And it is a Blondale. I know that. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Dale. Uh, hold on, I had the little thing uh, brought up. Okay. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Three. Uh, yeah, so 4.7 ABV, IBU of 5, and the ingredients are this is the four hot malt yeast and water. The Ryan Yes. This is 805 is a light, refreshing ale, version created for the laid back California lifestyle. Easy drinking beer that can Very, very nice. All right, so pop off on Woohoo! And uh, Firestone, speaking of Firestone Walker, we'll be talking about them a little bit later in the show. Oh, but yeah. uh, this uh, Racer 5 IPA. I don't know if if you're in California and especially if you're in like the Bay Area, you know about Racer Five. It's like uh, tried and true. It's almost ubiquitous when you go to craft beer places. In fact, uh, it's been around so long, it's kind of like it's it kind of gets forgotten about because of all the the new kids in town. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, this yeah, this Racer Five is a tried and true. It's a IPA. It's a West Coast style. Very clear. A little bit dark, darkish orange, and it's got a lot of on the one I have here has a lot of head to it, and it's thicker. Excuse me, it sticks around. In fact, according to the IMDb on this one, they are from. They're not just from Cloverdale or Hillsburg like I thought. They're from Broner Park, <laughs> California. Uh, it's got Columbus Cascade hops from the Pacific Northwest, and. It's brewed with uh, malted barley, wheat, and crystal malts. And this one is, it's good. I mean, it, it's a, it's a sweet, the, you get a lot, a lot of sweetness from the malt and a little bit of toffee notes, but it is dank. It is resinous. It is a West Coast IPA. And um, this is, I was just, like I said, I was super excited to see this at Ground Control. Had to pick it up. And I haven't had, had it in so long. I, I don't think I've had it since I moved to Arizona. So it's been over five years that I've had this beer. And I waited for the show. And it's everything I remembered that it was. It's super great. This is a great beer. Any of you can find 
Racer 5 uh, by Bear Republic. Pick it up. It's uh, definitely not going to disappoint. And I'm sure you'll say the same about yours because I know you've had that one before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you were talking about your beer. I was drinking mine and sipping on it. Uh, yeah, man. Just an easy drinking blonde ale. Can't speak highly enough of it because mm-hmm. I uh, personally have had lots of it. <laughs> but, like, now that you're having it on the show, are you, are you a little bit more critical of it or are you just drinking it just to have something to drink while we talk? Uh, more of the latter. I mean, I, you know, if, if you want to be uh, critical about, you know, if I, you know, Kind of like uh, going with when uh, when I rate a beer, I, I do it by style. Yeah. So so this style, you know, is just a a really cool, you know, day crusher, easy going beer. It's it, it's 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 crisp. It, it's exactly what it should be in a blonde ale. I mean, mm-hmm. why uh, why knock it for not you know for not being complex or even like cutting edge? I mean, this beer, I don't you know, I, I can't go back and really date when. Uh, you know, I first had it when it came out just mm-hmm. at the same time. It didn't taste like anything special. This tastes like a really good craft beer. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I don't mean critical as in like negative. I, I meant more like as in you're, you're going to be more uh, analytical about it. I think that maybe I that should have been the word I chose. Mm. Hard to say. <laughs> okay, well, we will rate these beers later during our untapped portion of the show so just search cold brew podcast and uh you can follow along and you can see what we drink before the show comes out but right now it is time for the beer news all right so march not only does it have Bad Tuesday, Mardi Gras, or and St. Patrick's Day, which is coming up. But it also is um, what Women's History Month. I was about to say um, Women's Month, but it's Women's History Month. And a lot of breweries all over the U.S. are paying tribute to the uh, women in their lives, in our lives, in the beer community, and. You know, Pink Boots uh, does their annual event around this time. Uh, Greenwood Brewing out in Phoenix. They were the first female-owned brewery. Borderlands down in Tucson. They're the first all-female brewery crew in Arizona. A lot of stuff going on as far as... And then our friend, our friend uh, Rachel Birkowski, she is one of the founders of the Beer Bays family. They got some beer brewing going on, so... All around um, the beer community, we are celebrating the women in our lives. And I have a story here. Here's the headline. Women Brewers Celebrate History Month with Bombshell Beer. Um, Bombshell is the Women's History Month Special Edition IPA that's about to take the local craft beer industry by storm. We got together as women-owned breweries, and we are doing this collaboration beer, which is a fruited IPA with peach and cara cara oranges, orange purees in it. Ooh, peach puree. That sounds fucking awesome. Um, it's going to be nice, juicy, and hoppy. Of course, it got peach juice and <laughs> orange juice in it. Uh, Joy Braddock, owner of Hog River Brewing. Joy Braddock is joined with Alyssa Bowens Mercado and Heather Wilson, 
and they work together on the recipe. They'll release the can Saturday at a women's business event in Hog River, which the um, portions of the profit will a portion of the profit will go to the Pink Boot Society in Connecticut. So there's a lot of beers going on right now uh, around the U.S. I suggest, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're into craft beer. So go to your local craft brewery or, or you know, you, you know the where to find the information. Go support the women in your beer industry um, this weekend, next weekend, all of March, all throughout the year, all the time. And uh, I, but, you know, this month more in particular, um, we like to highlight the women in our beer community. Word. Good for them. Yeah, and and you and I have talked about it before. We like to make this world a little bit better for our daughters growing up, and so they could uh, um, their lives will be easier than uh, than we, than what we had to go through. Not that we were <laughs> not that we were impoverished or anything. You know what I mean? Right. Just the whole generation and uh, social vibe. You will. Yeah, you want to do your best for your kids. All right, uh, let me see. Let's move on. I got a, a fun story here. Um, are you into Jay Balvin at all? Uh, yes and no. I, I know who he is. I, I listen to his music because uh, my wife's a bigger fan of him than uh, well, me, obviously. Yeah. And uh, and I know he's like, uh, well, he was on that, uh, what's that? Uh, the, the song with uh, Beyonce, the Gente song. Oh, I, I know the song you're talking about. I don't know what it's called though. Yeah, yeah, with the the saxophone. Right. Oh, you're probably playing it right now before Beyonce does the cease and desist. But um, <laughs> no, and then like I, I know he he uh, he did the art for Miller Lite and for uh, Buchanan Scotch. I don't know what else he's got going on. Oh yeah, no, that's a, I was gonna talk about the the art. Uh, the can art he did for Miller Lite for their little collab, the limited edition. Um, I like it. I, I I really do like uh, the colors they use for the light. So Miller Lite has got a uh, collab can art with uh, Jay Balvin. You know, his real name is Jose Alvaro Osorio Balvin. That's, or Balvin, I should say, right? Um, but yeah, it's got the, uh, the, the blue L and then the I is a lightning bolt. Uh, not like the ACDC lightning bolt, because this is, has got like a, a middle bump. You know, ACDC has like two zags, a zigzag. Right. This got a zigzag, zigzag. Um, but then the T is in a like a lime green, and the E is in a, I wouldn't call it pink. It's like a hot pink uh, color. So uh, I, 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 I'm digging it, man. I'm digging the color. The beer's still the fucking same, though. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. The lightning bolt is like the uh, the charger logo thing. Yeah, a little bit more cartoony, I would think. I would think. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of songs that I know. I know he's got the uh, got a bunch of them. He's got that one. I think it's called "I Like It." Yeah, the Mijete. There's a, that one. I'm I'm looking at at his playlist right now. I know I've heard a bunch of his songs, or I've I've heard songs that he's been featured in. Right. Um. So I know who that dude is. Uh. Next, going on. 
uh, now that baseball is back, I could uh, actually talk about the story because I I've been holding on to it for a little bit. But the uh, the San Jose, or San Jose Giants, <laughs> the San Francisco Giants, San Jose Giants too, but San Francisco Giants make history as the first Major League Baseball team to bring beer from tribal-owned brewery to Oracle Park. There you go. Uh, the Major League Baseball season may be delayed. This see this this was written so long ago it was still it was still a lockout. Uh, but when the first pitch does finally fly, fans at San Francisco or San Francisco's Oracle Park will have a new beer option. Last month, the San Francisco Giants inked the deal with Humboldt County's Mad River Brewery, a deal that's been touted as uh, touted by Tribal Gaming and Hospitality Magazine as the first partnership between a major league team and a tribal-owned brewery. Per the brewery's website, Oracle Park will be begin selling a number of the brewery's products, including Historic State Park IPA, Steelhead Extra Pale Ale, and Undammed Huckleberry Hopped Hard Seltzer. The Yurok tribe purchased the brewery in 2019, just before the pandemic began, and under the direction of the Linda Cooley Yurok Tribal Member and Mad River Brewery CEO. Oh, in the direction of Linda Cooley, the Yurok Tribal Member and Mad River Brewery CEO, have since rebranded. People call it Chief. <laughs> Chief. Uh, they they should right. She's like the maybe right. the Chief. Yes, she's the, the Chief Executive Officer. <laughs> it took me a minute. I got I got it though. I got it. <laughs> Uh, big, <laughs> big Chief Linda Cooley. Uh, see, Tribal came in the hospitality magazines. <laughs> reports the Yurok tribe is the largest tribe in California and one of the most economical disadvantaged tribes in the state. Wow, they're the biggest tribe? Maybe maybe by population, the biggest tribe, but they have the um, the least, the, the smallest economy out of all of them. That fucking sucks, dude. Anyway, this is great. Okay. So, I don't I don't know how many trips you're gonna make out to. Are you gonna try to like make it out to like one Oracle Park game and one Coliseum game, or O dot Code game? Um, <laughs> possibly. Um, the engineer and I were talking about possibly just us going up uh, like on a date night thing for uh okay for the uh, the giant. Um, just it's 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 weird now. It's like uh. Things have been reset because, uh, well, for to get a little sidetracked. So, we, you know, we have two daughters, mm -hmm. and um, you know, we started doing stuff with the older one when we were expecting the the, the second one, and now that she's here, it's kind of like, well, do we take both of them or just one? And then it comes down to like, well, why are we taking this one and not the other? Yeah. So, well, someone's gonna watch one when I post, you know. <laughs> so. So it's it's uh it's kind of like that. So you're like in a weird in between uh, stage, right? Right. Yeah. And then too, the fact that you know everything was locked down when the older one was was born. Like you know, we couldn't take her to a, a Giants game at five months old just to see what it'd be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, but we took her when she was you know, two, that, right? But the point is, or almost two. No, she wasn't two yet. Yeah. Yeah. It was towards the end of last season, so okay, so. And that was the the, the yeah, maybe game, bit, right? Maybe like, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe like 19, 20 months. And she did okay. We still ended up leaving early. Right, yeah. But, you know, so it's kind of like starting over in a sense. Yeah, no, yep. I, I get it. I get it. But anyway, if, if so. you do make it to Oracle, um, see if you can grab one of these uh, tribal-owned beers by uh, Mad River Brewing. Well, I've, I've seen Mad River, and I, I didn't know whether they were tribal at the same time listening to your story. It's it's a recent thing. It's not like uh, they didn't open. They, they founded it. Yeah, there you go. They did not found it. They, they bought it. Which is, I mean, it's a nice uh, pickup, if you will. Yeah, I think it's a. I've I've heard of. I know I've heard of Rep Mad River when I was down there. So they had been out for a while, and I'm pretty sure I've seen them at a festival or two. But uh, yeah, um, they gives the Giants the this the distinction that I just mentioned. So, um, just want to update on a former story and an old story. Remember, do you remember that Keystone was suing Stone or? No, no. Stone oh, yeah. was Stone was suing uh, Keystone for using uh, for changing their label and making the stone more obvious over the key part of the Keystone. Right. Uh, the four-year legal battle between Escondido Stone Brewing and Keystone parent Molson Coors is finally headed to court next week, with hundreds of millions potentially at stake. A jury trial in the trademark infringement case is scheduled to kick off Monday in San Diego Federal Court. It was originally slated for November 2020, but was delayed multiple times in part because of intense legal wrangling on both sides. Late last year, U.S. District Judge in San Diego, San Diego called it, quote, one of the most contentious cases I've ever experienced, and I have had trademark slash trade name cases before. According to the court records, 2018 Stone Brewing sued Miller Coors, now Molson Coors, for allegedly hijacking its stone trademark. The lawsuit also seeks damages for trademark dilution and unfair competition. According to the complaint, Molson Coors rebranded Keystone to significantly emphasize stone on its labeling, making key a separate word for the first time since the brand launched in 1989. In addition, the lawsuit contends Keystone's social media promotion features stone-centric taglines such as Stone Sweet Stone. It is a really important trial for us, said Maria Stipp, chief executive, another chief executive of Stone Brewing. Keystone has rebranded their beer stone since 2017. That's a long time to be sitting on our name. And I think we have plenty of proof points that talk about consumer confusion and retailer confusion and distributor confusion. So how do you feel I'm about this confused. lawsuit? What is that? What? I'm confused. <laughs> you want me to read the whole thing over again? Yes. <laughs> how do you feel about the uh, the Stone versus Keystone? Uh, do you think who do you think is going to win? L- let me go into uh, FanDuel mm-hmm. and see who they have the odds on favorite. <laughs> right. How you seeing this? Um, it's too close to call right. All right, fifty-fifty. I don't it? know. I, I I get Stone's point. Yeah. You know. Um. So, 
you know, I don't know how the law works and stuff like that. Because you could argue, well, wait, if, if this brand didn't exist, I mean, we, we have the right to change our logo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's not like... I don't know. It's not like they're changing their name. It's just their, their graphics kind of look different. I mean, so is that looking up like this? Right. And I think there's a big old... I think there's a big distinction. Not... The, the word itself, yes. The word itself is exactly the same, and I get that. But the labels are so different that how can you... Unless you're, like, really, really dim-witted and don't get... <laughs> and don't understand um, why these two labels might be from different companies, then... You should know that you're not buying one for the other. Yeah. But it's like, if you were known as Robert your whole life and then decided to be called Bob one day, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be like, what the hell, Bob? <laughs> I'm already Bob. You can't be called Bob. I think uh, Robert and Robbie would be better because, you know, still has this Rob. Just call me Rob. There you go. Um, all right. One more thing I wanted to get to. Well, or also like, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's like Keystone. It, it it's more it's distinct. You know, you're you're known as that. You know, you can't just be called. You know, you just can't call, you know, Stone Austin. Right? It could be Stone Cold. <laughs> no one. No yeah. One I can see that, but you know, I, I I'm the, I'm I don't drink Keystone. I've had it before, but if I was a Keystone drinker, I could see them just calling it Stone. Just because it's it's easy, like you know, these days, like names and and words get like uh, case in point, they they get shortened. <laughs> airport, from airport. <laughs> no, no, no. Case in point of, of people. Yeah, the uh, oh yeah, that Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah, don't we don't we make those jokes? Yeah, don't we make those jokes when we first get started. <laughs> what was that one that they were gonna? They're trying to shorten the American language. Hey, I heard the Doobie Brothers went quad plat. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Talking about like a '90s fucking SNL sketch. Um, but no, I mean, in in case of point, there's a you know, suspicious and now sus. You know that person sus. Um, yeah. or Cray. Remember Cray was one. Um, I I I was a little bit incensed when it first came. I was like, really? You have to shorten crazy to Cray. You couldn't just say crazy. It's like one more syllable. Like really that hard to say. Um, but now, you know, everyone says that, uh, but so I get it. Like, you know, people shorten words just to, you know, like, as far as like, a a familiar term between a bunch of friends, but I, I don't know. I, I think stone's got a point and right. what, what's up? What, what's Kiso going to do? Oh, okay. Well, let's go back to the old logo. Who the fuck cares? Key. Yeah. Yeah. Keegan Michael Key would care. All right, one more story I wanted to get to before we moved on. Um, so IPAs have uh, they've they've taken a crazy turn, right? Remember there's a West Coast IPA, and then you remember the Brute IPA for a fucking hot minute, for maybe like a summer. Yeah. And then the hazy. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Drake's this what? Yeah, Drake Drake's had a that, really that good one. And uh, it was uh, invented or, or uh, pioneered by uh, K-1000. 
Kim Shai Slice. I forgot the name of the. It was. It wasn't even a brewery. It was more like a. It was a brew pub or something like that, right? Up in San Francisco, he's the one who invented that brute style. And then the hazies came out. They came out from the northeast, the juicy style, and it's still going strong. Well, there might be a new style now, a new IPA style. Called Hello? the yeah, called the cold IPA. I'm sorry, the cold what? Cold IPA. Oh really? Yeah. Um, this article from Vine Pair. The headline is: Is the cold IPA? The next frontier of the hazy IPA. So is it cold now? <laughs> they will know if you were if you were to try the chart to chart the path that the IPA has taken in the U.S. over the last few decades. It would perhaps look a bit like the route taken by someone who had enjoyed a few too many in an evening. From its beginnings as a hop forward and bitter ale, the category is now many ways dominated by hazies which often emphasize softness creaminess and explosive fruit character and you know there's all there's also the sour ipa the the what's that one the milkshake ipa which you know has got uh, the milk sugar lactose added to it although these hazy ipas have made darlings of certain breweries uh they give other half a notion great notion um some shout shout outs while bringing new drinkers into the ipa fold They've also promoted backlash from breweries and drinkers who feel that many modern techniques create intensity at the expense of balance and crispness. It's exactly that sentiment and maybe a bit of West Coast pride that inspired Kevin Davey to create a brand new IPA style. In his role as head brewer at Wayfinder Beer in Portland, Oregon, he's been leveraging his experience brewing lagers to create a new style, the cold IPA. A quote from uh, Davey says, uh, the main intent was to create a beer that really highlights hops, not necessarily the fruity esters you get from the main strains of ale yeast, but the flavors of the hops themselves. That's why we use lager yeast, though we ferment much warmer than we would for a true lager. the use of adjuncts, typically rice or corn, to supplement the malted barley in the fermentation process is a crucial element of the cold IPA style. As Davy says, quote, this is maybe the most American way to brew. Plus, it gives the beer richness and texture while still allowing it to be totally dry, Un- uh, end quote. It's certainly one of the most obvious ways that the cold IPA reads as a reaction to the hazy IPA, recognizing that many hazy drinkers are drawn to that style's creaminess and lush textures as much as the bold fruit flavors and potential sweetness. So here we go, man. The cold IPA is on its way. Now you can argue it's an IPL, but uh, as this article goes on to say the use of lager yeast has caused some confusion and even anger among beer drinkers who insist that the cold IPA is not a new style of beer at all but either an IPL an India pale lager or simply an IPA made with lager yeast Davey posits that neither of those descriptions quite fit the beer is fermented at much too warm a temperature to be a true lager and the entire recipe was built from the ground up to create this style. It's far more than just applying a different yeast strain 
to an existing recipe. So here you go, man. That's the new style. This uh, in 2022, the cold IPA. Are you excited? Can you feel it tingling down in uh, the nether regions of your body? Possibly. Are you not a big big IPA? Buy me one. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Buy me two, yeah. Buy me one or two or three. You're not a big IPA drinker anyway, but though I know you you still you drink IPAs. I mean, it's not like you don't um enjoy an ipa every once in a while but you're more of a multi type of guy but are you are you ex anywhere excited to try this new cold ipa that might be coming your way soon um well i don't say i i'm not excited right? okay. <laughs> no beers that really excite me i i, I enjoy it but, mm -hmm. so excited no however yes i I want to try one just so I know I, I tried it and, uh, you know, could, could reference the taste and uh, see if, if it really is a big change or, or something new um, that would be uh, something I would be excited about in the future. Um, yeah, is it... If, uh, yeah, the, the thing I'm thinking of is maybe, is it a... Is it the new Hazy or is it the new Brute? As far as IPAs go, is it is a flash in the pan, or is it going to be around for a while? Yeah, that, that's that's always going to be a question with with mm -hmm. uh, when new style, when quote unquote new style. Because I really, yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of would be on the uh, on the on the camp of it's not a new style. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's another take on a current style. All right, so I'm excited. I I I I'm, I think I'm more excited than you are because I'm I'm just curious. I'm maybe I'm excited is not the right word. I'm curious. I'm super curious now. My curiosity is peaked. That's why my friends call me Whiskers. All right, so do you know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what time it is? Possibly. It's time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time. With a cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed to oh. give you what give you need. need. Let me ask you this. Hmm. Where are we going to be in a couple months? Ooh, <coughs> couple months. See, it's, uh, it's March, so uh, May and June. I'm, oh no, April and then May. Are you talking about June 4th at the Firestone Walker Invitational Beer Festival? But is it June 4th? It is June 4th. Okay. For whatever reason, I thought it was later. Okay. So, yes, we're talking about that uh, event. We uh, received, received word that it is a go after two years of chilling. Yeah, let's so, get it on. What's that guy's name who says that? Uh, Judge Mill's name. Yes, that's right. So, um, being as I really don't have a story, I just wanted to go down uh, some of the list of beers that breweries that'll be there. Ooh, and, okay. Uh, Still a list. Well, I'm gonna go through and uh, I'm gonna call out some names that I don't remember, or mm -hmm. are they possibly new? And uh, you let me know what, if you've heard of them or, or thought of them. So this is kind of our own personal list. However, mm -hmm. it's really shotting up like newer breweries or breweries that. Um, we should try to keep on our radar because I'm not too familiar with it. Okay. All right. 
So have you heard of Bagby? Hmm, I can't say that I have. No. Alright. What about Bail Breaker? Bail Breaker. I think, yeah. I, I think I've seen him on Instagram. I think I've seen people post from their brewery. I can't tell you where they're from, but the name sounds familiar. Rings a bell. Okay. How about Baltic? Baltic? Mm, Baltic. Oh, oh. No, no. That, that's that's new to me. Uh, Blackberry Farm Brewery. Blackberry Farm? That's in San Jose, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> they have a brewery now? Good for them. There's Brewery Amsterdam. The Belgian brewery is going to be there. Yeah. We heard of Casey Brewing and Blending. No, I have not heard of them. Here's one. I don't know if it's Antares or Antares. I don't know if the logo is supposed to be an A in it as well. Okay. Here's one. Bamberg. Bamberg. That sounds... uh, Maybe it's a last name I heard, uh, but I can't say I've ever had any of their beers. You know what's funny is underneath it, it says... Cervejaria Independent. Hmm. So it, it, it's C-E-R-V-E-J-A-R-I-A. So is that Portuguese? Yeah, is that, that's Portuguese for, for brewery. Hmm. Then there's, is it Chuckanut or Chuckanut? I don't know. I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never heard of them. Man, there's going right, to so on. many, there's going to be so many breweries that we haven't had. Like, I'm almost like curious just to go to their. They're, they're probably gonna have shorter lines in some of the bigger uh, names. Right. right. That's why I'm doing this. Throw, throw some out there. Okay. Uh, Green Brent, Green Bench Brewing. Green Bench? No, I've not heard of Green Bench. Oh, well, and their logo has where they're from. They're from St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. Um, and then there's Green Cheek Brewing. Uh, Green Cheek Beer Company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hmm. I've heard of them. Their well, their brewer came from a, another brewery, like a big brewery from San Diego, I, th- I believe. But I, I don't want to say for sure which one. But um, are you confusing them with Green Flash? No, no, I'm not. No, no, no. I, I was told this uh, prior to going to Firestone uh, three years ago. Oh. All right. Go ahead. Uh, next. Next is, is it LA source or last source? Can't say. Oh, I don't know. La Source Beer Company. Yeah, I think it's just La Source. Maybe it's La Source. Uh, let's see here. Oh, they're from uh, Belgium. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking them up now. Like I should have, I should have been doing this before. But go ahead. Right. Next is Pint House. Pint House. Okay, I have not heard of them. This Pinehouse Pizza. Hmm. Yeah, that must be. Well, them. they have like a small crossbone drinking a pint. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a, they're from Austin, Texas. Oh, shit, is that where? Wait. I wonder if that's where. Uh, um, shoot, who's that guy on Instagram that I used to, to follow? He was, he was down in Austin and he used to work at a brew pub and I thought they were, their specialty was pizza. This might be him. I think his name is Freddy. Freddy something. 
He used to always do those half naked pictures on Instagram. He had a big old beard. Hmm. Hmm. If shit, if they're there, if he's there, fuck man, we're we're taking a picture with that dude. Hopefully he's got some clothes on though. <laughs> or you might have to get naked with him. <laughs> Alright, whatever. Um yeah, we might have to to remove some clothes to be uh to be equals. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Cisneros. Freddy Cisneros, that's the name. But I forgot what his Instagram name is. Go ahead. Well shout out to Freddy. Uh, yep, moving yep. on. I can't read this font too well. It's I think it's uh Rammer. Shkan Rammer. <laughs> it's like a German. It looks like S T H O N R A M E R. I don't know. It's that it's like that tight old English font where like you can't tell the uh the oh, yeah. the R's from the C's. It, it looks like it's a uh, yeah, it is a German brew. Um, yeah, Browery Schronram. Nice. All right, keep going. Next is uh, Vale Brewing Company. Oh shit! I'm Vail? From the Vale. Yeah. Is it V E V E I L or V A I L? V E I L. No, no, no. They're they're not from Colorado. They're from Richmond, Virginia. Okay. They had some really good. I don't know who does their Instagram now, but I don't know, like two or three years ago. Holy shit, man! Their their Instagram posts are very artistic, very nice. They they I don't know who did them, but they had, they had some really good posts. All right, who's next? This is one of the creepiest uh, font logos I've ever seen. It's called "There Does Not Exist." Wow. What about here? Right. Oh yeah, here it is. Wow, that is it's like a backwards E with a slash through it. They're from you know you'll never guess where they're from. Austin <laughs> Slow Town. Oh they are? San okay. yeah, San Luis Obispo, California. There does not exist. Wow, they they have a beer called Star God. <laughs> Sewing the Sun, Psychic Advisor. Star God, this fucking sounds great. I just want to try it just for the name alone. And we're, we're hitting them up for Next. sure. We're hitting them up. Next is Stormbridge. Stormbridge, huh? I have not heard of no, Stormbridge. Thorn. Oh, Thornbridge. Thorn. Thorn. There it is. Thornbridge Brewing. They are out of uh, Bakewell, Derbyshire, England. Yeah. <laughs> Derby shot. Half of the morning to you, Governor. <laughs> What's all this then? All right, what's next? Uh, the next one is probably going to be the last one on this list for okay. me is Wayfinder. Hey, we just fucking, I just had the story about him. I wonder if they're going to have a cold IPA there. Yeah, hey. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah I, I'm, I am walking up to the Wayfinder <laughs> booth. And I'm asking for their cold IPA. If they don't have it, then I'm turning the table over. What do you think? What do you think? No. <laughs> you think we can get kicked there you out? Go. No, you can. <laughs> I'll get kicked out. Yeah, I'll be waiting outside of Pioneer Plaza, where the fuck that place is called. <laughs> we'll be like, it was him. It was him. It was that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll tell you how it was. 
Right. Now, uh, throwing out these names uh, wasn't mean to slight anyone. I just, again, it's, it's the breweries that uh, at least I do not recall having or seem new to me. I mean, because, like, mm-hmm. I'm excited, like, you know, Three Floyds is going to be there. You yes. know, Alvaro Street's going to be there. Yes. I mean, uh, the Fashion, they're mm-hmm. going to be there. Half Acre's going to be there. Monkish is going to be there. You know, Pete Support's going to be there. Russian River. Of course, you know, Sierra Nevada. Of course, Firestone's going to be there. The Brewery, Surly. All the big boys are going to be there. It's going to be legit. Yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, go ahead. I was at Half Acre, Beaver, and I'm just going over the step. Bunch of heavyweights. The heavyweights are going to be there, and these are the uh, these are the mids, the mid carters that we're talking about on this list. But uh, mm-hmm. wait, wait, yeah, for wait, now, yeah, they wait. Could, they could be the next main event. <laughs> Wayfinder, I'm on their uh, um, their site, and their cold IPA is called Original Cold IPA. So I hope they have that there. And these beer, these breweries always will have two beers. Sometimes they'll have more than one or more than two. They'll have three, maybe four. Of course, uh, Firestone always has a bunch of their beers. And hope David Walker's there again, pouring out uh, beers to us when we walk in, like last time. All right. All right. Great list, man. Great list. Uh, how's your beer treating you? Good. Son. Yeah, yeah, so is mine. Let's hurry up and finish this so we can go drink more beer. <laughs> so you had, I remember this one, it was a Firestone Walker 805. So what would you like to rate this beer at? I know you've, you've had it before. I've had it plenty of times. Our, our uh, what do you call it? Our listeners have had it, uh, some of them anyway. If you haven't, I'm sure... You'll have it sooner or later. What would you like to rate this beer at? I'm gonna give it a uh, three seven five. All right, all right. Uh, every, uh, the overall rating right now is three point five five. Give it a sm- small bump, but the hundred and forty thousand people have already rated it. Um, Eleven of our friends have rated it for an average of three point seven six. So you're right there with everybody else, man. Well, with all of our friends, anyway. Um, what would you like to? What notes would you like to leave for this beer? Uh, uh, crisp, balanced, and central. <laughs> crisp, balanced, and central coast. Save and check in. So I had Racer Five IPA. Um, I am going to give this one a four two five. I uh, like I said, I was super happy they had this one here. Malty, it's it's more balanced than most IPAs because the malt presence is undeniable. Kind of like uh, you know, as far as pale ales go, Sierra Nevada pale ale, the malt presence is undeniable because um, it does. It, the crystal malt does impart a uh, a browning effect to give it a dark, uh, like a copper color. Um, I or IPAs and pale ales are should be traditionally uh, lighter in color, more yellow. So, uh, but I like this one. So let me see here, Racer Five IPA. There it is. Has an overall rating of three point or yeah, three point eight five. Our friends have rated it. 
Um, 15 of them for an average of 4.13, 425. Um, this one is clear, balanced, and tasty. Save and check in. All right, so uh, you brought up the Firestone Walker Beer Festival, Invitational Beer Festival. Um, kind of just wanted to go over a little bit with you um, and our listeners. Uh, yeah, so we bought these tickets, what, two years ago? Two, 2000? No. Yeah, yeah, 2020, right? Right. And they canceled that one, which is, you know, understandable. And then in 2021, they pushed it back again. I was a little bit, oh man, I was I was 50-50. Were you comfortable with them pushing it out or did you really want to go that uh, last year? Um, All things considered, I, I was down to go last year. Put it that way. Okay, yeah, me too. I was ready to go. I was ripping and roaring. I was ready. I was... I think it's probably because it's been a year since I've been to beer festival <laughs> and I just wanted to go to another one. Um, yeah, so I was a little bit uh, disappointed, but, you know, I I understand. So I wasn't going to complain and be a little um, poor sport about it. But, uh, yeah, 2022, they, lo and behold, they just came out with their list, said it's on. Here's the participants. Um, which one out of any of those participants that you saw are you looking forward to trying you mean i'm excited yeah well you know i I try not to use that word because uh it doesn't seem like you resonate very well with that word (laughs) uh geez hard to say yeah i mean so many you know what though like you know there's there's a few like that always always come through never just like to be honest Top of my mind, top of my head, the brewery. They never disappoint. Yeah. The last year, I think they yeah. got People's Choice with their, their Blueberry Tuesday or something like that. Right. And, like, not only that, like, they have they have guys, like, working the lab. Like, you know, they put the beer in pictures and go out to the crowd. They don't just make people wait in line and stuff like that. That's what I like, too. Like, a little bit of, little bit of customer service going on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But uh, no, like that's again. Well, that's why I did that list. I was shouting out who I wanted to see and, and who I thought would be legit. And uh, you know, I I know that big hitters, and you know, too. I I I hope uh, you know uh, Floyd brings out that one. What is it chemtrails or whatever? No, chemtrails is uh, what's the Floyd? Is it Floyd's, zombie dust? Yeah, zombie dust or gumball head. Okay, we. We had zombie. Dust. They had another one. Yeah, okay, I have, to, I have to dig deep on that one. Uh, but, Floyd's also has a Dark Lord too, and that might be a time tapping. I would. I'm gonna hazard a guess and say that's a time tapping. Or Surly. What did Surly have? Surly. Um, they have uh, their the darkness is their barrel age, but uh, Axeman and Furious are their their two big ones that they. Okay. Their flagships. I had those. I can't. I'm pretty sure it was three Floyd's. Um, yeah, throwing those up there. Um, I you know, I'm just interested. Yeah, of uh, you know the Shaw beers, like beers that I didn't even know that they're making. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
no, 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 I get that. I think uh, for me, it'd be um, the ones I'm looking forward to trying are Three Floyds, because uh, I have not had any of their beers. So just having one, just to say I've had Three Floyds before, um, would be great. And also um, Beachwood, I'm looking forward to Beachwood, because I think I had one of their stouts last year, and it was good. But it wasn't as good as the brewery, as the uh, blue, blueberry syrup Black Black Tuesday that they had. And then um, two more that I was interested in trying. You brought up Green Cheek. I have not had a Green Cheek, so I want to try them. And I think uh, it's just their reputation. And finally, I am looking forward to having a, a the Wayfinder. I really hope they have the cold IPA. Those are the ones that, that I'm looking forward to. But of course, um, they have like, uh, like you said, the uh, the brewery and side project, garage project, couple of projects out there. And what was the other one that uh, kind of stood out was, oh, I don't see them here. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm mistaken. But anyway, so Firestone Walker. Oh, no, no, no. I hear this. Cloudburst. Cloudburst Brewing, because they made waves, was it, like three years ago when they they won a GABF, I forgot which one, and uh, one of the guys that accepted, like, the little party, the group that went up there, he had a shirt on, he pulled up his shirt, and underneath the shirt that he had on said, fuck AB and Beth. Oh, that was them? Yeah. Was yep, Cloudburst. I knew, I knew I knew that there was one in there that I wanted to try, just because of that. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna look for that video or the picture that they put up and then see if that guy's there and, and ask him about it. So, yeah. Um, He's still wearing the shirt. It's all dingy. <laughs> it smells. <laughs> hey, it's your lucky shirt, man. Um, all right. <laughs> I wonder if you played ball. I mean, that sounds like a... Uh, a what do you call it? A, a, a team sport uh, superstition uh, act. So is there going to be six of us there this year? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, you, the engineer, and then LT, yeah. and Eli, and then me and uh, my boy Eddie from the Hoppy Craftsman. Right. right. And then uh, Eli's dad and probably one of his brother-in-law. So, oh, sorry. okay. It's going to be eight of us. Very cool. We're going to have the, uh, the, the, the bottle share. It's not going to be as big as, as, what, two years ago, three years ago, but it's still going to be nice. It'll be, uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to be uh, drinking beers beforehand. We'll go to the festival on Saturday and drink our hearts out. And so we'll, we'll be posting on Instagram. And um, that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just Instagram. And, and then we'll talk about it after the event. All right, uh, that's about it. Anything else you'd like to add to this episode? Nah, I'm good. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic. And we'd like to wish you cheers. Until next time.